All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of What's What PR. Today we have Robin Lott from the Brex Bedroom Zoo. How are you, Robin? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. It's uh, perfect weather, but it's, I just I realized it snuck in too. We've got like 80s now showing up that are kind of coming in. It's nice. It's good for the zoo. Good for the zoo, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's, but like three weeks before when it was like 10. Nice. So we go from, right. <laughs> it's, um, Interesting. So tell me what's going on uh, for anybody who hadn't gotten the latest update. What's going on? What's the state of the zoo, you know, in the days that we live in these days? Well, everything's going great. Um, We have had truly fantastic attendance during all of the COVID timeframe that we've all undergone over the last year. You know, the zoo was closed for a couple of months, uh, mid-March to mid-May. And, um, you know, we did everything we could during that time to reach our um, audiences with virtual and things of that nature. But since we reopened in May, we have had record numbers of attendees. And I think that is partially due to the fact that we're one of the only uh, family entertainment venues in town um, that's even available at the moment. Um, In addition, because we are so vast and big and outside, um, it makes it really easy for folks to spread out. Uh, They feel a little safer when they come here because it's not indoors. It's not cramped. Uh, We also don't have a mask mandate as long as folks are outside and they're social distancing. So um, I think for all of those reasons, we've really seen great numbers. We've also had some beautiful weather thus far uh, this year, other than the ice storm that you mentioned, which we did have to close for a couple of days as well. But um, but the the combination, I think, of the beautiful weather uh, coupled with the open air space that we have has really led to some amazing numbers. In fact, in January of this year, the zoo had the largest attendance we've ever had for any January in the 51 years of the zoo's history, or at least as long as we've been keeping record. So wow. it that's was a pretty um, big. It's that's good to hear. Great. Say what? Helps. I said that's good to hear. It helps the yeah. zoo, helps the community, helps everything. So it's it, really is. it is. It is. It it makes us happy. And then certainly we're about to embark. We're actually embarking now um, outside my door. We've got some construction that's starting, and so um, it mm. will be exciting as we start our phased renovations um, for folks to continue to come. So we don't want that to keep them from coming. We want them to see stuff happening and be like, I want to come back again in a few months and kind of see what progress they've made or, or where they are on things. So we're just initiating some of the, the we got trees coming down and they're mm-hmm. starting to make way for the new giraffe barn. And so over the next year, um, as you visit the zoo, it will be a bit of an adventure, uh, but that adventure is going to lead to some really exciting uh, final effects. Well, that's good. I didn't even, was not, was not even aware that yeah. that was. Well, that's part of our, uh, the master plan for the zoo that was developed I want to say it was approved a couple of years ago, but it's taken this long to get phase one off the ground. And Breck is funding the fully the first phase. Uh, it's a multi-million dollar upgrade to the zoo as well as Greenwood Park. And so um, folks will, once it's done within about 18 months, the phase one will be done and um, folks will enter the zoo through Greenwood Park's entry. So it'll be a really pretty winding sequence um, through the park, and then there will be um, some really fun and exciting things they can folks can do in the park. We'll have like a shared parking lot, and then you can go across like a bayou promenade and come to the zoo and do some of the cool and fun, exciting new things we're going to have at the zoo. So it'll really be a destination for Baton Rouge. 
I haven't been to a lot of zoos around the country. I've been to this one, but is that, that seems almost like a kind of a common thing. It's um, pretty normal. Um, yeah, it's actually pretty normal for zoos to combine next to some other form of an attraction or a park or something yeah. of that nature. So it should lead to positive um, effect for all parties involved. I mean, the park is beautiful as it is, and many people may not even know about what all it has to offer. Um, and so when the new pieces and parts are added, it will have its own form of attraction for folks that enjoy that kind of activity. The zoo has our own, and then the combination of the two, uh, you know, we've talked about it could very easily become a weekend um, think spot that you want to come. And you, you could literally spend a day doing all the park activities. If someone was visiting from out of town, stay overnight mm -hmm. and then do the zoo the next day or vice versa. So it will be, um, it'll definitely be a really nice added um, bonus for family activity, entertainment, conservation, education, all that stuff for Baton Rouge. And um, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. Awesome. Well, that's some good news. Well, tell me what's going on. I think, you know, I wanted to talk with you about how y'all were changing around some of the, the birthday parties and some yes. different things, you know, which yes. seems like that would be the hot button. I know my kids, you know, have, in their minds, they didn't get a birthday. You know, this yeah. last year is what they've said. They fell, you know, they're after the March, you know, deadline, all of them. So they feel like they didn't get one. So they want to do over is what they're asking me. So <laughs> but you guys are doing a little different twist on it. And it's kind of we, taken we off. Are, we are. We've, um, you know, we've had birthday parties for a very long time and they are super successful and super popular. And basically we put parties on hold. We paused everything around mid-March of last year when everything hit the fan and they've been on pause up until just recently um, because we were looking for ways that we could offer the parties in a way that people feel safe. We feel safe. Um, and that we feel like with good conscience, we can offer something that everyone feels comfortable doing. So basically what we're doing with the parties is um, it's very similar to a party that if anyone, a lot of folks have had zoo parties in the past, it is relatively similar. The big change is that instead of the party room being in our education classroom, which is typically where it always was located, that, small, that spot is relatively small. Um, and so we have moved it to the Capital One Pavilion, which is at the front of the zoo. It's a very large footprint. It's covered, it's outdoors, ceiling fans. It actually has um, private restrooms in that area. And so it's really somewhat of an upgrade it's the same price we have not changed the prices for the parties but it's somewhat of an upgrade because you really get that entire pavilion area for your party for an hour and a half versus the small room that was more toward the rear area of the zoo so i think you know if it were me i would probably prefer a party in the pavilion than i would have in the original space um, the reason we haven't had them there all the time is that we do use the pavilion for other events and activities so um, it does, it does hurt us to touch in that, for example, we have Zippity Zoo Fest coming up at the end of March. We will use the pavilion for entertainment and things of that nature. And on that weekend, we will not be able to host birthday parties because one has to win over the other. So right. by having it in the pavilion, it does limit us um, to not being able to do it every single weekend if the zoo were to have a very big, large scale event that need, needed the space. But um, the other big thing that's changed is in the past, um, folks at the birthday party, one of the big added bonus is to ride the train. And at the moment, our interpretation of the guidelines provided by the state are that amusements cannot operate. 
So instead of the train, we are doing a lot of crafts and they are individually packaged crafts that the kids do at spaced out stations under the pavilion. They play, we can play any kind of music. Um, we have all kinds of fun, like zoo tribal music, but we also have like kids bop and things of that nature. And we just start, we started booking in February for March parties. So we didn't start having parties until this past weekend. And um, I'm told, I was not here for the parties, but I'm told by those who put them on that they were a major success, that the kids loved the crafts. And um, we are officially fully booked for March and we are almost fully booked for April at this point. So the parties are, and no one is seeming to be, you know, disappointed or upset that the format has shifted to some degree, but they still get, they still get the cupcakes. They still get the zoo themed, um, you know, tableware. Uh, we still bring ambassador animals out. The only difference is there's no touching. So they still get to hear about the animal from our education department and learn and be somewhat near them, but there's not actually any tactile components to it any longer. But other than that, and then of course the big bonus of any zoo party is that, anyone who attends the party is has free admission to the zoo the whole rest of the day. So it's not just a party. So you have it, we offer them at 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. So if you have a 10 a.m. party, folks can come for your party. And then once the party's done, they can spend the rest of the afternoon in the zoo. So that's, um, that's what I was going to say. A lot of the party places, you know, it's birthday parties are big business for a lot of people, you know, a lot of companies and, but they usher you through, right? You know, it's like, here's your start time. Here's your end time. Throw everything in a bag, all your presents, move out. We got to get another crowd in. And that's what I've always thought the zoo was. You could bring the little ones or the kids going to the party and the older kids or the parent, you know, like do party. We're going to walk around, you know, we're going to explore the zoo. And then when it's over, we'll do it as a family. You know, it's, you're not stuck because to me, a lot of the parties lately were always, it was like, drop the kids off and then come back and get them in an hour and a half. I'm like, I can't get anything done in an hour and a half. <laughs> like basically, I got to go sit in the car for an hour and a half, you know, right. where I stand there and talk, you know, but this is a, like I said, it's a full day. You've got other things that yep. you can actually do there. So. so what is, I guess, from a, you know, for anybody, you know, animals are all still moving, shaking, you know, Never, they never, they don't know what's going on, right? Um, well, they're starting to sense it. So, with some of the um construction that's beginning, so we've had some trees taken down, and so there's some noise. Um, certain they're keyed in on it, um, they're not disturbed by it, but they're certainly some of them are definitely aware that something's different, things are happening, you know. Um, I think it will, it will increase certainly as we start to do bigger, louder like pilings into the ground and things of that nature. But um, we already have it in the plans that in certain areas, if animals were to be disturbed or, or there would be a fear factor, a component in, with it, they'll be relocated to, you know, back holding area, their barn, a comfortable spot for them where they're not right out in the middle of it and would be potentially startled by it. So be a lot, of, a lot of changes and modifications to make them comfortable. And I think it's worth, you know, noted just to kind of from the, you know, the staff for everybody. Really, just sometimes I don't, I catch myself, you overlook the obvious, but even like you said, when you were closed down for those months, mm-hmm. you're closed down to the public, but not nothing closed. stops inside, you know, Absolutely the walls, no. you know, the zoo, I mean, you got everything having to happen. You know, we're used to that because 
I guess folks don't realize that, you know, even though the zoo isn't open on Christmas or New Year's or Thanksgiving, the animals still have to eat. They still have needs. And so our staff, we're kind of used to being a 365 day a year facility. Um, the caretakers for the animals, the folks who prep their food, the keepers that take care of them, the veterinary staff, everyone, they really don't get, uh, we, there's never a gap basically. So, um, so they're accustomed to that. And to be quite frank, they kind of loved that time frame um, where we were closed because they got a lot of extra time to yeah. do extra with the animals uh, where we, because they weren't necessarily on exhibit. So they had mm -hmm. longer periods of time where they could do enrichment. So they could do checkups or things like that. So, um, and we also utilize the time wisely by doing some, if, if you haven't been to the zoo lately, I think you'll notice some changes we have, um, irregardless of the, um, the renovations that are starting. We did a lot of spring cleaning during that closure. So we did a lot of painting, a lot of cleaning out brush, just stuff that it's really hard to do some of that while we're open to the public. And we're mm -hmm. literally only closed four or five days out of the year. So, and we're open from 9.30 a.m. to either 4 or 5 p.m., depending on the time of year. So you can see where you're very limited on when can you do those big projects. And right. so- we used the time wisely. We were really fortunate during that time. We did not have to lay anybody off. There were, you know, we were able to relocate. If someone typically worked in a, a guest facing role, then they could be repurposed and utilized in another way that was helping us with some of the long-term cleanup projects and things of that nature that we needed help with. So that was, that was um, very, uh, we were very thankful for that. Well, that's good to hear. A lot of people weren't as fortunate. So yeah, exactly. So, so it sounds like things are, you know, moving and shaking at the zoo. It's hopping, you know, for lack of better words. And so what is this? You mentioned just real quickly the Zippity Zoo Fest you so know, that's Zippity, going on. Yeah, Zippity Zoo Fest is our annual. It's the birthday party for the zoo. So our the, the zoo's birthday is March 29th. We opened um, on Easter Sunday. It'll be 51 years this year. Uh, last wow. Last year was our 50th and we got uh, we got robbed of it because it fell during the uh, first couple of weeks of the, the lockdown. So we had a huge, huge party planned that all had to be canceled. But nonetheless, we are having it this year and it will be it will still be great, but it will be modified. There are a lot of things that for obvious reasons, I think most people will understand we're not able to do. Um, so it's in the it's basically a spring festival. Um, and so some of the things we've done in the past included having big inflatables. We did face painting. Those are things we're not going to be able to have this time because of obvious reasons with close contact and germs. Uh, but we are having uh, one of the big hits every year is we have the princesses and some of the other special characters like Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, that kind of thing. They will be coming out both days for socially distanced meet and greets and photo ops. Um, we also have about, gosh, about a dozen or so performance groups that are coming out um, that'll be performing. We, the event is on the 27th and 28th of March. So it's a Saturday and Sunday. So we'll have a, some of those will perform on Saturday, some on Sunday, but we will have them under the pavilion. And they range from everything from singing groups, dancing groups, karate, bands, um, musicians. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, that will, you know, add, we've always done that, but we weren't sure if we'd get the same participation this year, considering the situation, but folks that they're performers, they are eager and ready to get out in front of audiences again. So we're excited about that. We have at least another dozen community groups that are coming in that will be 
dispersed throughout the perimeter of the zoo. So as you're walking the zoo, you might come into contact with Breck on the Go where they have some fun activities like exercise and hula hooping and things like that. We'll have um, the dare car will be out. We have um, a lady that does knitting. So there's some fun little learning and interactive booths as you make your way around the zoo. And then um, we also have the photo contest that we do every year um, that was sponsored by the advocate. And uh, this year we had about a hundred photos that were submitted. And then what we do at Zippity is that sort of when we unveil the winners. And so mm-hmm. all of the winning pieces will be displayed at Zippity Zoo Fest under a tent that's near the stage. And probably everybody's favorite part is we have free birthday cake since it's our birthday. So, mm-hmm. uh, and, and Rouse's generally provides that as a donation. So we're thankful for that. And then one new thing we're adding this year is at while supplies last, um, as folks leave, we're doing party favors, just like you went to a regular birthday mm. party and you leave and you get a party favor. We're going to have a little party favor for the kids. So it's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully the weather stays like it has been. Um, but right. we've got a lot of folks that are anxious and eager to get back out and um, help us celebrate spring, the zoo, our anniversary, being back in business, all those good things. Is there a tip do you go early? Do you go late? Or does it not matter because there's just so um, many people no, I can probably tell you. there? Um, <laughs> typically on a Saturday morning, we open at 930. So typically a Saturday from 10 to maybe one is going to be our busiest time. On Sundays, it's the opposite. It's the afternoons. And I presume that's due to church. Gotcha. So on, on Saturdays, we're the most we're the busiest from, say, 10 to one. And the Sundays were busiest from like that one to four. Okay, so there. So if you want to be go at the least busy time, Saturday late and Sunday early. There we go. So that's probably yeah. I'm assuming Saturdays people are trying to beat the heat, so they're running in early in the morning, maybe. Right. It's either that, or I often see this is anecdotal, but it tends to be those that have the little toddlers that are on schedules. You know, the little ones that they're like, we got to be mm. home for a nap. They're more, they're going on Saturday, they're getting that activity, and then maybe Sunday they do their chores and stuff. But I do tend to see that Saturdays tend to be the littler kids that are trying to get in at 10 and be home by noon so they can do the nap and all that good stuff. I could use a nap on Saturdays. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Never happens in my life. Well, look, I think it sounds like things, like I said, are really moving over there. Appreciate you taking some time to tell us kind of what's going on and the birthday parties really sounds like it book it now, right? You know, yeah, I mean, already, I, you know, we're in March, April's almost done. Don't don't wait until you um I mean, you know when your kid's birthday is, right? Like if you if you just say, you know, this sounds really fun and I want to do it and the kid's birth your child's birthday's not till September, I would go ahead and book it now. I mean, we're booking through the end of the year. So there it's not like we're only booking a month or two out, but I would go ahead and take yes. it while we can. It's the same thing I tell people. People say it with Christmas all the time. It's like it snuck up on me. I'm like, yeah. they didn't change the date. December your kid's 25th, birthday. <laughs> your kid's birthday, it, it doesn't change. So if you like this idea, book it. Right. Is there, and I guess the last day, I guess, question, then I'm, you know, we'll let you run, but 
do people need to worry since you've now got the pavilion, you know, that if it does get a little bit of rain, you know, or something like that, is mm-hmm. it, you know, Hey, it's not that, you know, it's not as much of a concern because we do have the pavilion. There's some indoor, you know, sure. things. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a consideration. If it is a torrential downpour, um, you know, it isn't ideal, but it's a, mm-hmm. the area, the surface area for the pavilion is huge. I could not tell you the dimensions, but it's a massive structure. So, you know, I wouldn't stand on the outer edges, but if it were raining, mm-hmm. everything just kind of comes in six or eight feet from the edges and it should still, it should still be fine. So that is definitely a consideration that we can't promise anything with weather. That's one of the bonuses of being, mm-hmm. it's kind of a plus and a minus uh, of being an outdoor venue right now. The positive is everybody wants to be outside. The negative is if the weather's not good, there's not a whole lot we can do about it. So um, that would be another you know, consideration. If whether we're going to make or break someone's enjoyment of the event, then they might not, it might not be an ideal scenario for them. But I, I, I would think that, that um, it, at least the party itself, maybe not your zoo roaming time, but you would stay pretty dry. That's what I'm going to say. Is it the, would the, zoo call the party at that point or with the parents you know it's like hey you can still yeah. come because you still have it because you've got the pavilion and very rarely does it just torrential downpours yeah. all day long you've got these pockets you know that people can still come and enjoy so right. it's and not and like you've it's- got like a window and I don't, I don't I can't tell you the exact number of days but we've got a window where um you basically can't cancel a party the morning of or the day of but mm-hmm. it's a certain number of days out you know kind of like when you rent an inflatable and you know within three right. days prior to the event there is a cancellation fee but it, if you look at the at the forecast and it's like you know tor- tornadic conditions you can cancel up to right. a certain few, few days prior yeah but they've got the pavilion and like i said it's going to stop and there's pockets at you can point. get around it yeah most things. of the time so, and, and sometimes people just have a really good time in the rain. You know, we had brew at the zoo two years ago and we had a true monsoon hit as the event was starting. And of course, as the event planner, it, it killed me. I mean, things were flying everywhere. Everything was soaking wet. I thought this is going to ruin it. And people had a blast. They all got wet. Everybody bought ponchos in the gift shop, umbrellas, Everyone soaked. And then once the rain stopped, it was just like a mud party. I mean, I know that sounds crazy, but like it mm-hmm. kind of eliminated the um, any fancy factor that was there. It was just kind of like it's casual and it's fun. We're all wet. So we'll have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> well, people will sit and watch a football game in the rain. So why not exactly. you know, keep working? Yep. So. Well, look, I appreciate all the time telling us what's going on. We'll have to have you back maybe talk, you know, what's going on, renovations, get the updates, you know, um, see kind of how it goes. But I appreciate you stopping by and talking to us. We'll do it again. Appreciate it. All right. Well, you have a great day. You too. Bye-bye.